Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks, where we got good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. You got Dave and Pat, uh, our former host. He uh, he passed away. So, anyways, let's get Syphilis. on to the uh, syphilis. I wasn't even give him the the benefit, you know. No, that's what the guy said. Syphilis. Um, so. This week we are rocking the the Rabbit Hole High Gold Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's a ninety five proof. Um, well, we'll just get into it and drink it, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. It's a pretty cool bottle. Yeah, I've I've actually just ooh smells good. Yeah, the the day that I bought this, I saw an Instagram video of how they make their barrels. It just randomly popped up on my Instagram feed, so I was watching it and data mining, bro. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh, what is that on the nose? That almost smells like a um, and not not to be weird, but a good sunscreen, coconutty. It smells like the beach. It does. It does a little bit. Yeah. It smells like uh, the, it smells like the beach. It man, it's got a really good nose. Yeah, like there's salt. It's like a salty, dark chocolate smell. Ooh, man. That's delightful. I'm getting some nice, like, ooh, little nice char on the front end with some brown sugar, like a dark brown sugar, because you get almost like molasses. Ooh, what's that spice though that this hangs out, dude? I gotta look this up. This now. is this is nice. Um, you want to look at the book and see if it's in there? Yeah, but the 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 nose almost smells like a, um. You ever go to like uh, farmers market and people have their homemade like toffees and stuff. Yeah. And then they have that dark chocolate with the sea salt on it. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what it smells like. Yeah, it's a really rich nose. Does this go in alphabetical order? I think so. Rabbit hole. Um, it's out of Louisville. Um, it's it's a high rye small batch. It's uh, 70% corn, 25% malted rye. Five percent malted barley, so not super high rye. When I'm thinking high rye, I'm thinking like thirty-five percent and over. I didn't Even, hear the percent. What was this percent? It's uh, sixty or no seventy percent corn, twenty-five percent malted rye, five percent malted barley. Never chill filtered. I think that's what we've been liking lately when it's got the barley in it. I feel that that gets it right. No, no, no rabbit. Nothing. No rabbit. It goes from pure Kentucky XO to Ransom to Rebecca Creek. So they put a, I know they put a pretty heavy char from the video, put a nice heavy char on the barrels. Yeah. And they do, uh, like they said, a lot of places do gas fire to char. Mm -hmm. And they do like a natural, like a charcoal wood fire type situation to char these. So I I just want to point out from last week to this week, like look how it sticks Mm -hmm. to the glass so nice like that. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why. Obviously, it sits on your palate so mm. well. And last week, that Bowman Brothers was so good, but it was almost a watered-down... Right. It didn't, like, hang out on the glass. No. So it's just, like, not a lot of oils from the wood. And funny about the Bowman, I went to the liquor store on Oak Park. Guess how much for the bottle? Which place on Oak Park? Uh, by Eggman's. Oh, but... oh uh, more liquor? Yeah, more liquor. Just take a guess. 70. 70. <laughs> That's a $27 bottle. Fucking criminals. Well, I got the Weller's, the double, like the gallon of their reserve. Mm-hmm. 
that's the only decent bottle that I've gotten in there that was halfway priced right. And I still got, I still way overpaid, but I just wanted it. Um, this is a real nice bourbon. Mm-hmm. This is not overly sweet at all. I get like almost no fruit in it. No. It's almost just like a corn pudding with uh, just that spicy back end, but it's not over. I mean, it's just perfect. It's so well balanced. This almost reminds me of Smoke Wagon. Not as flavorful as Smoke Wagon. Like the small batch? Yeah, like how it hangs out and just kind of yeah. sits there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not uh, the front end on the Smoke Wagon hits harder. Mm. This is more subtle, which isn't a bad thing. Um, I, I like them both ways, just depending on, you know, how my palate feels that day, you know. But this is uh this is a fucking smooth drinker too, man. No heat. I mean it's ninety five proof, so it's not like you're expecting a ton of heat uh heat from the ethanol, but man. The the heat that I get that kinda like just sits on my tongue tongue is that, that peppercorn, yeah, like you said, cinnamon kind of feels like you got honey like molasses there yeah. whatever that is obviously we're we don't know what the fuck we're talking about but mm, it's good real good like there's a like a fucking thing you could buy for whiskeys and it like tells you what the smell is and it's like what this smell is it's like a little jar you sniff it and it's like this is whatever and this is what oh, you'll right. find in certain whiskeys, and it helps train your nose. Hmm. But oh, I, re- I think I've seen that. Didn't someone on our Instagram have that? Maybe. But I really don't give a fuck enough. Yeah, I'm not doing like professional reviews. This one got a 92 points in like the really. I mean, I'm I'm not saying really like this is Blah Brothers got 92. You know, I think 92 is a very accurate score. This says, uh, paying tribute to Christian Hegold, the motivating forces behind Rabbit Hole, and a man named Christian are one of the same. To use nature, spontaneity, and imagination to create works of art that inspire others. Christian, a German immigrant, took a leap of faith and settled in the Rolling Stone Abundant Hills of Louisiana, Kentucky in 1840s. Louisville, Kentucky? Yeah. What did I say? Louisiana, Kentucky. Oh, well. <laughs> His prof- profession made him a natural resident of the state as he was trained stonecutter who, through his art, quickly became known for his in... All right, this is just talking about that guy. But anyways, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure this is a small outfit if it's Louisville. I think a lot of craft uh, bourbons come out of louisville just because it's a pretty packed city so it's not like you're gonna have all this room to make yeah this is it okay so this is uh what they have on their website uh kentucky straight bourbon whiskey made with a high percentage of rye it lures you in with a beautiful aroma of toasted malt and warm baking spices Eh. on the palate i mean it opens up with silky butterscotch and hints of bright citrus finishing with a thrilling uh, I don't know, like ending of pepper spice. Well, great well, yeah, meat like or on the rocks. A high proof of 95 allows bold flavors to shine in any cocktail. I do agree with the high proof. Like, I feel like bourbon is the one thing where 
the higher the proof, the better, because you just get like that all the flavors, you know. Yeah. I I hate when I see a ninety proof fucking bourbon. I'm like, come on, why'd you water it down so much? Uh, maybe it's just the alcoholic in me, where I'm like, fucking put more in there. Pour. It's German rye that they use it. Uh, they got a lot of shit on their fucking website. It's only um aged for three years. We mature the distillate for three years in toasted and charred American white oak barrels, crafted by Kevin. Kelvin Cooperage. Well, good job, Kelvin Cooperage. Yeah. The process of toasting before charring is a modern approach to barrel making, allowing deeper whiskey absorption into the barrel, which gives the bourbon its flavor and caramel color. It's good. I like it. Don't, I don't get the citrus that no, they say no. at all. I'll give it another sip. Maybe, you know, I'm not expecting to find citrus, so yeah. maybe I'm not looking for it. But as far as, like, the butterscotch, I could kind of see. But the baking spices, they hit that right on the nose with that. Well, like, maybe, like, citrus as in almost, like, the bite you get on your tongue when you eat citrus. Mm. And not so much the flavor. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, not like, not like a. Maybe like a lemon, almost. So it's almost like when you start peeling an orange and you get that mist yeah. of that like tangy The air. oils yeah. from the orange. Maybe. Because it almost almost tastes... So that just tells me this would be a great old-fashioned I was bourbon. just going to say, it almost tastes like a finish yeah. to an old-fashioned. True. I, I yeah. like it, but for me it is missing... I If you had like a stone fruit front end to this, like if you took a sip and it was a little bit cherry or something i don't think this one needs it because the spice isn't overwhelming if the no. spice was like a, if it was a higher rye i would say definitely need the stone fruit front you know like a nice fucking yeah. but like for me i don't know if i do like it i'm not saying that i don't like it and i like how it hangs out and it does have that good how they put it cooking spice to it and i do like how it coats your palate and hangs as I'm talking, it's sitting there. $55. Let's and put I, that in okay. perspective as All well. Right. Easy to get? Um, It was at that fucking uh, yeah. Marconi's or whatever. It's, yeah. I mean, they got a decent selection there, but I've seen this at a lot of places. So I would say pretty readily available. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is would I put it on my shelf? And that's what's kind of throwing me off because I don't know if I would go home and drink this. Like, we're the Bowman Brothers. I would go home and have a couple of sips of that because it was just more of a... It wasn't easier to drink, but it was an easier drink where it wasn't heavy on the spice, had yeah. that fruit taste, and then it kind of washed off your palate a little quicker where this is hanging around a lot. But yet again... Maybe I would come home and drink this because then you're not really slamming it. it. Yeah. Ooh, this one's fucking me up. I think I got my score set. It's like a complex one, but it's not complex. Right. It's um. It's just well balanced. Yeah. Like the spice isn't overbearing. The sweetness isn't overbearing. I think it's just a very. I'm gonna go seven one. Okay. Seven one, just because fifty five bucks, and I just don't know if I want this on my shelf. 
just because it is i gotta keep putting that in my head 55 dollars. Yeah. you're right you're right i was gonna go a little higher than what i'm gonna go now because it, it, the 55 bucks kind of throws me off and for me i don't know if i would use this anything other than making old fashions now since you said that because now i'm almost as you take a sip of it you can almost taste like bitters are already in there I, maybe uh, that's what they're talking about with the citrus like that kind of flavor like orange bitters yeah maybe so i originally had seven seven scored in my head but i'm like 55 dollars. it's a little pricey for what you're getting i want a higher proof for 55 dollars. you know like a a barrel proof almost uh the elijah craig yeah. is around that price 55 60 dollars the barrel proof fucking 124 proof yeah the flavors were outrageous probably one of my favorite bourbons um so i gotta keep that in mind the flavor profile of that bourbon in comparison to this this is just easier drinking obviously because it's not a fucking uh you know type Flame bourbon floor. that could yeah. right that yeah. could put you down after two glasses right um so maybe that's not a bad thing but if I'm paying $55, I want something that can put me down in two glasses, you know? So I was going to go 7-7, seven, seven, but because of the price, I'm actually going to go down a little bit. I'm going to go 7-4. I still think it's a, a fantastic it's drink. It's a great. It is. Um, I mean, we didn't try it on ice, but I don't think this is worthy of ice. Yeah, I don't I don't want to mess that. I think it's, I think it's well balanced as yeah. is, so I would love to try it in an old-fashioned, though. Yeah. Um, I wish I had an orange in the fridge upstairs. I'd be like, "Hey, uh, take the mic for five minutes, there, Pat. I'm gonna." And I'll just freestyle. Yeah, wicka 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 wicka. Yeah, wicka wicka. Wigger wigger. <laughs> there we go again. Right off into that. Yeah, sorry. So, anyways, um, great great drink. Uh, readily available. If you're not into the super high rise, easy drink. This would be good for your shelf. Now, now they labeled it as a high-rye. They did, but 25% is not high-rye. Yeah. I, it's, you know, like, you get a weeded bourbon that has a little less rye than this, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I feel like six or a year ago, we would have hated this. A year ago. Oh, man. We year, a fucking year ago, we were doing remote fucking podcasting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> a year ago, I lost my mind. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, let's jump into the beer of the week. Uh, I picked up a four-pack of... I've, I've had it before, but I really enjoyed it. So, I felt like it, uh, it'd be worthy of the beer of the week. So, we could talk about it a little bit. But it is Noon Whistles Gum Miski. They do a... Uh, a north side south side beer collaboration i don't think it's licensed or anything but they do a south side chicago white Sox type beer and a north side uh chicago cubs beer so i grabbed the south side we're south side pat's a closet Sox fan so i figure you know closet i mean there's no cl- i'm open about everything mm. i watch the Sox. i just happen to be more of a cubs fan mm, mm. and i used to be Hold on. Suck it. Yeah. Mm, yeah mm, get it. Get it. Get it. Get, ooh. Mm, ooh, you're drooling. Mm, yeah. Mm, it's not drool. It's oh, pre-com. Oh. 
Out of your lips? That's impressive. <laughs> um, I used to be, I don't know, man, like the whole Sammy Sosa thing kind of made me a little bit more of a Cubs fan with the, the home run thing, you know, because baseball was kind of like dying off a little bit. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it helped with the Crosstown Classic to kind of reignite baseball in the city for us. But I was, you know, I was cheering more for the Cubs then. And I was Sox Cubs. You know, as I got older, I kind of leaned back towards the Sox a little bit. Um, I had I had Sox season tickets one time. I, so that just shows you, like, I was. But you're a guy that's always looking for profit. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. You know, yeah. Like, you didn't go to, to a World Series game, correct? The money that they were throwing at you, fuck off. See, but I'm the type of Sox fan. I'm like, I can't. I, I have to go. Yeah, but see, you'll be there with other Sox fans who are real fans. If I went to the Cubs game, it'd have been twenty percent real fans, eighty percent douchebag, fucking that's, corporate I dickheads. Mean, Wrigley's a great time, but that's my problem. Like, I'm I'm a baseball fan. Me too. So when I go to a baseball game and I don't see you fucking paying attention to the game, it fucking rubs me the wrong way right oh yeah you know like i go for the fucking baseball the fucking yeah. the the crack of the baseball bat that's why when you know, people the, are like fucking on their phone in front of me oh, and they there's a pop fly i'll be like oh my god home run and they get they all fucking freak out dude when the so when the cubs were playing the angels when they first got tory hunter i was a huge tory hunter fan and he was supposed the socks were looking at him they didn't they didn't want to pay the money so he went to the angels Crosstown Classic or fucking interleague play went to the it was mine and Patty's first baseball game together. Mm. And I was just a Tory Hunter fan. And as soon as we sat down, he hits a three run homer. And I just like got up and started clapping, you know, like yeah. oh, that could have been us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and the whole line in front of me, the whole fucking row got up and started cheering with me. Yeah. And then they fucking stopped and they looked at the score. And they yeah. they stopped clapping, and a fucking little seven year old. I think I told the story before. A little seven year old blonde girl turned around and gave me death eyes. I don't think you ever told that story. No. Mm. Yeah, but it was uh, I'm like, it's not my fault you weren't paying attention, little girl. Yeah. I'll fucking kick you right off the yeah. fucking. That's a fight I will win. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, in, in those times, I I would have. You know, yeah. today I'm like, cast out, just getting over to her. Oh. <laughs> she just starts clawing out, clawing out my eyeballs. Um, but back to my, where I started to lose the love for the Cubs was when the Sox made it to the postseason in 05. And I was like, fucking, Fair weather I, was, I, I was working at Best Buy and I'm like, fucking, yeah, fucking Sox. And, uh, uh Carol Stream. So in the Northwest suburbs, you don't have Sox fans. It's no. all Cub fans. Yeah. Me and my ex-girlfriend worked there and we're the only two Sox fans there. It felt like maybe the two more. Out of like a four hundred, you know, person staff, everybody was Cub fans. So we just got all this fucking flack. They're gonna fucking lose anyway. Ba 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 ba. And then just I just I was like, that's shitty. You know, I started to build hate for the fans, and it translated to the team. You know. Well, I had mad hate for your wife when the Cubs were clinching because <laughs> she put a post out that said, "This is my worst nightmare coming to truth" or some shit. It's like you dirty Southsider. You I'm, talk like a dirty Southsider. I'm not gonna lie. Like there was a like, I feel like they should have almost swept the Indians with the team they had, and then it was like they're gonna get what they fucking deserve. 
fucking hiring Joe Madden, fucking allowing him to fucking crash his team into the ground, and it's it's gonna make me feel good for these fucking fake fucking fans that are gonna act heartbroken because they're a bunch of sheeple that like act upset about uh, celebrities that die. You know, yeah, like those those are the people that I hate. You know, yeah, like for sure. oh fucking Paul Walker, he was a terrible actor. And clearly a terrible driver. Well, obviously a terrible driver, <laughs> or just. But he wasn't. A, he wasn't a very good actor. I give a fuck. I don't know the guy. Right. Exactly. Like it's... he could have fucking finger banged fucking ten fucking nine year olds. Whoa. And I want to see that video. Pe- <laughs> I mean, I, I searched it for a while. I didn't find nothing. I would have. I would have shared it. You know, but we don't know what these people people's private lives are to fucking get upset about the fucking now see when tom hanks at the beginning of this coronavirus i was a little scared yeah i was a little nervous not not for him himself but he's been working on this goddamn fucking world war ii miniseries for fucking eight years now i didn't know that yeah the a paratroopers one oh i didn't know that oh yeah i've Ooh. been dude i've been tracking this for almost a decade now bro because he this... was behind band of brothers band of brothers and uh, what's it called? Uh, the Pacific. Uh, the Pacific. Oh no, shit! Yeah. I knew. I knew he was the behind Pacific. The- like from episode one, had the uh, old timers, like the actual, uh, you know, veterans speaking. But episodes like three that was in Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. It started off with Tom Hanks telling the story, and then later on, the veterans talk. In uh, the Pacific, right away it was the veterans episode one. I don't remember the veterans talking. Yeah, episode one, I was like, man, this is crazy. Hmm. Like, very early. And then Tom Hanks started talking, like, yeah, uh, almost like midpoint. So, in Band of Brothers, there's like one scene, I can't remember which one it was, but it used more special effects, gunfire, and explosive than all of Saving Private Ryan. That's one insane. scene. Um, I don't know if it was in, like, the Battle of the Bulge I was going to say or... the Battle of the Bulge, maybe, but there was a lot of downtime in the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah. So maybe not that I, I can't. It, it's been so long. I just started rewatching the Pacific a few weeks ago. That one will fuck your head up. Oh, dude! With uh, they went, they went, they took like a different angle on it to see like personal anguish through it, oh. and how it tormented their brains. Yeah. Where in Band of Brothers, it was literally like trying to get the positive out of stuff and how people. Who did Rami Malek play? He played the creepy dude. What was, uh, I forget his name, but dude, that fucking scene where he's just throwing pebbles at the in beginning. His brain? <laughs> yeah. And then he's he's taking his knife, his bayonet out, and getting the gold. He's t- pulling all the teeth. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. He's the guy that gave. And then he got Sledgehammer yeah, to he, fucking like, do it, yeah. too, because. No, but he told, he finally told him he, he was about to do it. Oh, he was about to do it. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like hey, Sledge, don't do it. Don't there ain't go no there. turning back. Right. But then. You, he had, he wrote that guy, Eugene Sledge, rate, wrote uh, two great books. Uh, Helmet for My Pillow? Something like that. And then he wrote another one where it was just like the basic history of the war in the Pacific. In the Pacific. Both of the books. Guadalcanal. Yeah. Both of those books are phenomenal. And it really goes into depth. And the miniseries actually does justice to the books for once. They did a good job of intertwining everyone's books. Yeah. And, like, kind of connecting the pieces. Like, okay, 
this is, you know, this goes in line with Sledge's story, mm-hmm. you know, so they kind of, because they worked off, I think, like seven or eight books for that series. Yeah. I like the fact that, you know, I mean, he's older, so, like, that's more near and dear to his heart, World War Two you know? Who? Fucking uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I'm sure he's... But do you know he's staying in Australia right now because he's he bangs little kids here in America? Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, uh, there was a girl that came out and said that she her parents sold her to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has like a dime piece wipe, doesn't he? I mean, she's uh, old Rita now. Wilson back in her day. I would have. I mean, I'd still fucking hit it. Yeah, you know. But you know, here's the thing. I when I first read about that, I looked this chick up on Twitter, and I wanted to see because if I was sold to Tom Hanks and I knew the kind of monster he was, that would be my only mission on social media. Like all day, every day, every post, trying to out you? Tom Hanks. I mean, I I'd be grateful if he fucking touched me, you know. But no, I'm saying like, oh right, if if he raped your daughter, or or, or she's the one that was supposedly bought sold to, yeah. So yeah. it would be my mission every single day, without a doubt. You know, to fuck his life up. That those fucking tweets lasted like four days, and then it was like selfies and like oh be you be strong boo 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 like you go girl right that's like candy yeah it's like the skittles tropical skittles yeah um so yeah i don't buy it i think it's just your it's an easy way to score views you know yeah i do there you know you see these raids happen in specific places and they come out with 40 kids Man, that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's child sex it, shit. It's definitely a problem. Right. But do these fucking people think so when head trauma happens or something happens in that whole process of like a young man being raped, something happens with his brain and it they say that they rape him. And then they drink the bl- the blood from his brain because it's like something, something or other. When it's uh, adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Right. It's like the young adrenaline from a child. Right. It's like the fountain of youth, basically. You know, it helps them stay young. And like, no, motherfucker, it's plastic surgery that keeps them young. Keeps who young? They say Biden and Pelosi... Them motherfuckers look terrible. Dude, they look like Skeletor. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Skeletor. Right. You know. But, dude, that's the Q. That's the QAnon. That is just the horse shit that comes from that fucking far right deep state nonsense. And, like, don't get me wrong. I There's deep state. There's there's people that are pulling strings that we, we don't hear names about, you know. Well, sure. You know, and it's not the politicians. No, it's big it's, money people. Right. It's big oil. It's big pharma. It's without a doubt. Monsanto. Right. So the 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 uh politicians are bought out by big pharma's lobbyists, big fucking oil's lobbyists sure. to make sure that regulations stay in their favor. Regulations, tax like, break. Right. Look at how like the cars are being pushed slowly to electric, you know? And I think they're just like, Well, yeah, we are kind of starting to run low. 
So let's let it happen now. We well, depleted our. Well, no. So I, I, I personally think, like the people of Exxon and you know, whoops, the the Bush family was in Standard Oil. Yeah. They all have to know, like, if we keep doing this, this whole idea, this whole world, it will choke itself out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That BP oil uh, spill. Spill. <laughs> it fucked up the Gulf for a very long time. So I guarantee this is more or less, okay, the oil people need 10 years to adjust, a.k.a. buy the, the lithium fields, buy the... Right. Make their money back. Yeah, and figure out how they're going to profit right. off right. of... Right, there, there's going to be a shift, and that's yeah. why you see like a, almost a slow shift into hemp as well. Mm. You know, like, okay, we're going to go green... But let's get our our claws in. We'll we'll stop cutting down trees once we get our our you know mass production going. Yeah. To where we can make where they could figure it out. Right. We can make plastics because I right. mean, dude, I I know you're not a big Joe Rogan fan, but I listened to Joe Rogan. He had this doctor on, and she studied plastics and what it does to the humans. Uh, fertility rates have gone up fifty percent since the beginning of plastics. In 1952. Infertility or fertility? Infertility. Infertility. So it's gone up since I think 1952 is when they first started mass producing plastics. Mm -hmm. Like water bottles and shit. All that shit, you know? Up 50%. Um, But like she's a, she, she studied the correlation with plastics found in the blood, uh, the byproducts. Yeah. um, The size of a male's gooch. Gooch? Balls? Taint. 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 The space between your balls and your asshole? Yeah. She was measuring those. On who? Alive people or dead people? Alive people. How do you get into that? Okay, keep going. So she found that if your taint is under two inches, you are 14 times more likely to be uh, infertile versus somebody over two inches. Off a taint. Off a taint. I wonder if that has something to do with your prostate size. Um, it has to do with, see, now that's with, like, us having kids. Logan might have a little taint because of the plastics. But, like, um, so, like, the, the plastics that stay in mom's body, my body, whatever, manipulates my sperm count, sure. and, you know, so then it becomes hereditary. Mm. So, so no, it, it fucks with the sperm DNA. Right. Your DNA. Right. And then it gets passed on to the kids and keeps getting passed on and passed on. So, like, eventually it's just... No taint. Maybe maybe she's wrong. Maybe we're just all going to be asexual. Like, there's not going to be man-woman anymore. Or maybe with the whole fucking wokeness that our taints are shrinking, we're all just becoming women to, like... Or maybe, like, one day we'll just start having these kids where, like, a random ball sack is hanging out of an ass. (laughs) Like, what is this? Like, the ass ass crackles all the way up to your navel. It's all just one. (laughs) Like, weird-ass... Vagina dick ass. Vag dick ass. Butthole, ball sack, <laughs> vagina, and then your butt crack just keeps going. And then up. you like just impregnate yourself, like yeah, you just pull the it. dick out from yeah. the anus and stick it in the vag it's and like, unload in there. It's like a tunnel uh, spider, how <laughs> it has that trap door. It's gonna be ultra retardation. <laughs> it like you lift your ball sack up, tuck your wiener into the vagina. You know what's gonna <laughs> be like? It's gonna be like if you could fucking impregnate yourself with your own dick into your pussy. It's going to be like multiplicity. (laughs) (laughs) 
shaving your tongue. Just every time, every time they come out, it's dude, a little bit more fucked up. Dude, dump my puppy teeth. <laughs> but like those tunnel spiders that have like the trap doors and get prey. That's like the ball sack. That's the that's the lid. And you open that up, or maybe we'll be like cone heads where we have like two dimples coming off our ass cheeks, but no no hole. There you go. And you put the fucking halo on your head. Too young cone, young cone. <sighs> I, w- I really liked that movie when I was a kid. Well, I, I never really watched the skits, but no. it became the movie. You know, the skits were in like the eighties, right? Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Do you know he's uh, autistic? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, but makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan Aykroyd though, man. Well, I, I personally think true like artist geniuses have to be. Some on the spectrum, some because I th- how how do you lose yourself in a book like writing a book, writing a screenplay, making a piece of art? How do you truly lose yourself for days at a time, months at a time? I can't do that. No, I have to go do my shit out elsewhere. See, but the problem is like we're not those people though, and maybe well, that's what, what I'm saying. What you're trying to say, yeah, we're just fat drunks, right? I mean, I find time for that. <laughs> right. Well, not speaking of, speaking of fat drunks, dude. My brother found out he had an ulcer, so they were worried that he has an allergy to beer, something in, in beer. So they sent the scope down his throat. Was he awake? Uh, no, because they said it was a scope. But like, no, we don't have any photos. It was probably just a big dick. You know, Ooh, Paul probably loved that. Yeah. He probably like like opened his eye and looked at him like this is good this is wait, good that's keep uncircumcised. going circumcised get away ooh that's black put that deeper <laughs> put that <one> <laughs> deeper um so they didn't find nothing but he went on a fucking diet like, right I remember ve- you vegetarian me that. diet stopped drinking what a pussy less than three months ago he was at two forty he sent me a fucking uh, screenshot of the scale this morning he's like this is me just dieting working out for less than three months. He's like, I started at 240. He was at 212 now. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, but you remember, like, you got a new job right around three months ago, too. And then you got the bad news that you're fucking, you may be allergic yeah. to something in beer. I was like, so you decided to change your diet to kind of just help the process, get rid of the ulcer. Sure. And I was like, but you remember how much you hated your fucking job? And I was like, you did zero to, like, maintain your health. Yeah. Like, you ate disgusting. You drank a lot of beer. I was like, I'm in your shoes right now because I fucking hate my job. Yeah. Well, I don't hate my job. I just hate my You're life. not nearly as fat as I am. But I hate my life. Well, you just got to get rid of Jody. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to love, see, but you're going to love your life when you got your pool up and running and you're going to be floating there fucking drinking. Fucking, I'm going to look like a hot dog that's been in the microwave too long. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> Just like red, bursting out the seams, dude. Just like hot, <laughs> just laying there. Oh, like, dude. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could get like white hair, like Hulk Hogan. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that mustache, like my my mustache comes in okay, but not like that. And I couldn't rock that. You got too like thick. His right. is like real thin. Yeah. You know, so it just lays flat. Right. Yours is all like. It's like fucking like your bush, yeah, yeah, looks the same as your face, right. yeah, yeah. But I got the red up here. That's why, like, red. I always want to put a penis in your mouth because I'm like, kind of looks like a vagina. A penis? Oh, okay. 
I mean, if you could call that. Yeah, I, I don't want your expanded <laughs> clit. You're the, you're, you're the fucked up DNA. Yeah. Your mom had a ton of plastic in you. <laughs> Which was, is weird because she was still drinking 7-Up out of the fucking glass bottles when I was born. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that was like the the norm. And they, I remember as a kid, they would fucking bring back the bottles to Dominic's to get the money back. Was that the norm back then? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, you know. Well, the funny thing is, I like our generation, just like our parents, we're fucked too because of all the shit that they experimented us on. Oh, yeah. Remember Diet Right, Pop? That shit tasted so good. I had a Diet Right like two weeks ago. That's still around? It's still around. What about Tab? Tab's still around. Or you know what? No, I had a tab zero. Yeah. Tab zero. Diet right is completely gone, I think. Off the shelf. No, I think it's still around. I thought I saw it not too long ago. Maybe they redid it. Because I could have swore tab and diet right was like linked to like X amount of million people's butthole cancer. Dude, everything, like, I, most likely I'm going to die from cancer. Or a heart attack. It's like rolling the dice. Well, no, I'm. I was thinking about this on the way here. There's no way that I make it to, like, death of old age. No. There's no way. No. I just, like, I I want it not to be painful. And I I want it to be where, like, my body is easily to get by, like, a street sweeper. I don't want it. I don't (laughs) want to be, like. Something doesn't feel right, and then you walk out to the curb and fall over. Yeah, and just, I'm done. I don't want to be, like, up in a crane or. To where I'm shit, like my I'm dead. I just pissed myself. I just shit myself, and now I'm on the news. And they got <laughs> they got me hooked up to a helicopter. And yeah, they got like the fucking like close up of your <laughs> yeah, my ass of like the the, the brown sludge being <laughs> sprayed against the windows in your fucking crane. They're like, we think this guy was shot. Look at all the look at all the moisture around his crotch. They go in there, and there's just bone and just sludge, <laughs> just a fucking straight implosion. What was this guy? heating <laughs> while he's been drinking heavily no but like i said i just i know there's a heart attack in my future fat if my liver's not fatty already it's coming Pro- i'll probably get throat cancer tongue cancer i just i just don't want to be that guy that like cr- you know, oh 55 and oh okay i'm gonna get the chemo and then next thing you know you look like fucking casper the friendly ghost no hair your fucking junk doesn't work anymore. The fuck? You're I mean, shitting in a diaper. I mean, I'm going to do it if that's, you know, I'm going to do it. Only because I got kids. Otherwise, I'd just be like. I got kids, too. I'm gonna, if I didn't have kids at 55 and I found out I had some crazy cancer, and I'm like, all right, doc, it was nice knowing you. I'd fucking start calling people like, I need, like, uh, ounce of uh, heroin. At 55, you'd do that? If you didn't have kids? If I didn't have kids. Oh. And it was like a serious cancer. Mm. Like, just let me fucking... Uh, I think if I went to the dermatologist tomorrow and they're like, hey, you have a melanoma. I'd bro, like, bro, I'd, if you look at my fucking skin... Dude, same here. I got so many dark spots. Same here. Dude. And like I know they're like, oh, I'll check for different ones. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah, they're my like, body's playing... Have somebody pay attention to your skin. I'm yeah. like, I'm paying attention to it, and there's new ones every week. Yeah. <laughs> Like, am I looking at, like, tadpoles swimming around? Because that's how my body looks. <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of that fucking movie? I just watched it. It's got uh, Stifler, David Duchovny. Um, Who's David Duchovny? Uh, X-Files. Okay. I think it's David Duchovny. 
Um, and with the aliens, the fucking asteroid hits the fucking yeah, Earth. I don't know what that movie's called. But the way like everything was splitting off. Yeah, yeah. That's that's balls. my skin. Yeah, <laughs> that's my skin. Yeah. Every morning I'm like, oh, this is a new atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone living here? <laughs> no, but uh, even if like they're oh, Pat, you got melanoma, you gotta get a cut out and maybe a little chemo there. I'm like, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> Might as well start this now. Nick booked two, two trips to Vegas already for the Bears. Well, I'm going for the Bears-Raiders game. That's going to be insane. My birthday week. Week 17? Yes. January 7th. January 7th. 2020. Well, it doesn't sound like I'm leaving this job anytime soon, so I could probably swing it. Well, that's all up to you. You want to cut and bail? Like I said, you got options now. Dude, I, I, I totally felt like, you know what, man? I owe a few hundred dollars to Moraine, you know, because I paid for half my class and everything happened. I'm like, fuck you. You're not getting my money until I got to register again, you know? Yeah. And then I got a letter like two days ago telling me that um, they got some federal funding, so I don't owe them any money. Dope. And I'm like, God damn it, now I got to register for a class. <laughs> <laughs> America. So, I don't know, man. I'm falling out of love with the idea of three ninety nine. Yeah, no, it. But so I just feel bad for everyone in your shoes because. <laughs> Trust me, we all feel bad for each other. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because I know people that really got to that point, like you, and you're you were there. You were going to start this new career, and this fucking COVID shit. It's 100% that. Oh, absolutely. But the thing that killed me was, you know, I know you talked to to, to Billy, and he made a thing about, like, oh, yeah, he can make a little extra money, 25 yeah. an hour. But he never talked to me about that. So I didn't want to, like, twist arms. I'm like, I don't know what you mean 25 an hour. They make 14 an hour. Yeah. I didn't know what a salt gig was. Yeah. Until, like, I talked to you and found out that it's them trying to flip yeah. non-union. So now, like, okay, now you put the pressure on them. Now salt gigs a fucking conversation. But then I go talk to fucking a guy and like, oh, but you're eight months in already. Yeah. For something that goes towards. And I'm like, I'll start over. And he's like, the fucking goal is to get you your license as fast as possible. And I'm like, I know. I'll start over. Just fucking like make make it look like you lost my paperwork. (laughs) I was never here. (laughs) Right. Let's just blame it on Matt. Dude, he's like, four, you only got 14 more months. And I looked at him. I'm like, dude, this is the longest eight months of my life. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I feel defeated right now. And I was just completely honest and blunt with him. And I didn't get any emails about salt gigs. So I guess he's just like, let him fucking ride it out. Well, that was on Monday. <laughs> yeah. But he told me, he's like. Uh, they, the emails for the cell gigs come out every Tuesday and Thursday. And he's like, so you'll get emails tomorrow. And I'm like, nothing, nothing. So Jeez. ride it out, bro. I ride it out. Fuck it, man. I dated crazy ass fucking women. Made my life feel like it fucking was at a standstill. I could do this shit. Whatever you want. I do. just, I just found out that, you know, I'm not just found out, but I'm starting to learn that I ain't got to do jack shit, bro. <laughs> I, I slowly picked it up, dude, but I watched, like, two movies a day. 
Yeah. You know, you're paying me fucking 18 an hour to fucking deep clean fucking dirty kids bathrooms. Gross. Fuck that. I'm emptying trash and I'm going to make sure they have toilet paper. Yeah. And I'm going to go sit in my I'm closet. I'm spray some bleach over there so it smells like the <laughs> cleanest motherfucker. Dude, I walk in bathrooms where it's like they make meals in their bathrooms. What? And leave like rotting food. I found like ground lamb packets in a fucking garbage can. And I was like, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to let this Gross. stink it up for the people that you share this fucking bathroom with. You st- Women. Women are the most disgusting, dude. They're the, they're fucking the dirtiest. There's, I, I guarantee it's the Asian girl. You ever come into contact with any of them? There's one kid I talked to. A, a student. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he's like a, he's a Christian kid. Mm-hmm. But he's not, you know, like trying to feed me anything. He's just a nice kid, and I bullshit with him. He's yeah. from Arizona, and he always, wherever he sees me, dude, I could be fucking two hundred yards away from him. He'd be like, "Hey, Dave." Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, "I should." I'll be with you. I, I, I stalked him on Facebook, and I was telling Patty because I was like, "Yeah, see this kid." Like, I caught him like coming out of his room, and he didn't have his mask on, and I was like, "Damn, fucking stud." So I showed Patty. I was like, this is the kid I was telling you about. She's like, shit. <laughs> He's gonna, a tall drink of, gla- drink of water. i and clean his toilet. <laughs> so I saw this. I'll, I'll be his fucking, uh, oh, god damn, such a good joke. And I couldn't think of the, what's the shit that sprays your asshole? Oh, I'll be his bidet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be his bidet. <laughs> god <laughs> damn it. Fuck, dude. Um, so I was on Snapchat or something at work. I was just. Didn't, I had time off or time down. Snapchat. I haven't fucking had Snapchat. Dude, there's this 27 year old girl talking like how she's never had a boyfriend, never kissed a dude, nothing. She was a fucking eight. Good looking. Really? Broad, little nose ring, like tan. Fucking. Is she, is she lying for some clout? I don't think so, man. Because supposedly someone put one out there on Reddit, some other broad, saying that she's never been banged or even fucking. DJ'd nothing. Dude, imagine how what that veg would be when you fucking yeah, slide okay, your hand here, down there. Here, and here. it's just going to be like, <laughs> I didn't wear my rain boots. <laughs> but I think, I don't know, I think you would freak out a girl. Like if, just say, we weren't married, we're in our mid Our experience? And then we hook up with her, she would be traumatized. She would be hooked to my hip for the rest of her life. You think so? Absolutely. I think she'd be freaked out. No, no. I mean, you know, like, I know how to take a slow girl. You know, I'm not, like, hey, baby girl, you know. And then just, like, slowly just, uh, uh, like, little, uh, kiss the clit, uh, and then just, like, melt her. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're being like that. Right. But I'd be like, right well, off the bat, I'm like, you've never done this before? Well, uh, well oh, day oh, one, we're oh, suppo- oh, I'm supposed to tie right, you to the bed. You're right, you're yeah. right. Because I'm not a professional, like, football player. We're the fucking yeah. red zone, <laughs> and we're down by six. 80% red zone. No, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm throwing a pick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, I tied you to right. the bed. I, I, I pictured a perfect scenario where right. she wanted me, and I was like, oh, I, I'm, mm. I'm in the driver's seat. Either or. No, no, see, no, no, no. See, like... No, I'm... I'm I, so, okay, let's just go back to the scenario. You're 35. Yeah. She's 27. Never kissed a guy. Never been in a relationship. Clearly has never... Nothing. You start dating her. 
and she wants to move it to the next level. You take her into the bedroom. You don't think you fucking either A. Nut my pants right there. (laughs) Well, sure, whatever you want to do. But you don't think you fucking, like, freak her out so much because she probably thinks sex is this. Oh, and then, yeah. And then you take her, you know what I mean? And, like, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Well, if she starts fucking, like, freaking out, you're already halfway there. You might as well just rape her, you know? Yeah, but if you scream surprise sex, you're clear. True. You know, there's all, all these little rules that people don't talk about. Right, the, the the gray areas. Yeah, you know, I talked to this cop that got kicked out for fucking raping a girl, and he said that as long as he screamed that, you're good. He's in as jail long as now. you <laughs> as, long as, you <laughs> as long as you scream that, as long as you surprise act. <laughs> yeah, and then just punch her in the chin, and then just no, you have to punch her in the chin while you're, she's leaving. You ever see kids? Kids skateboarding. Uh, like kids in New York growing up, and it's all about like AIDS and all that. <clears throat> Is this like when all those porn stars remade the Pirates of the Caribbean, and it was all porno? No. Is this no, like no. when they remade? You, you never saw fucking... Kids, dude. No. Great movie. Fantastic movie. It's a uh... like now you probably watch it and think it's cheesy, but it made kids think that like you put your dick in one girl, you're gonna have AIDS. So it, it just follows these New York street kids from the ages of like say eleven to seventeen, and this one kid Telly, Telly's got AIDS, and it starts the movie off with him like banging a fourteen year old, boy or girl, girl, girl banging girl. Telly's a boy. Oh. He bangs a fourteen year old girl, takes her virginity, and then this girl that only had sex with Telly finds out she has HIV. So then the whole movie is about her trying to track him down to let him know that she's got AIDS and he's, but. You said this was a skateboarding movie. It's like. That is the weirdest skateboarding movie ever. It's, be a, like, it's about a group of kid skaters. Like, oh. like the circle. That would be like, hey, did you no, watch not, the Tony not, Hawk no, documentary? No, not like fucking Tony Bud or whatever that skateboarding Air Bud movie. <laughs> no, but like what you just said would be like. If I hey, you gotta watch Tony Hawk's documentary, and it showed him skateboarding, and then it went to Somalia. They were all skaters, and then I said, and then it went to Somalia, <laughs> and it showed fucking trading dirty needles, people dying for two hours, and then went back to Tony Hawk skating at fucking X Games. Yeah, that was a great skateboarding movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, did you ever see Lords of Dogtown or Lords of Dogtown? I just watched that last week at work. I, I've I've watched it before, but it's about Great Tony Elva. Great flick. And, like, the whole, uh, the pools. Yeah. Like, they, there was a drought in California, so they fucking skated all the. They took, like, the weird skating to where, like, you were just doing weird tricks on the skateboard to, like, riding. Yeah. Fucking, dude, I forgot all the people that were in that fucking movie, man. Because when I first saw it, like, Emil Hirsch wasn't anybody. Who was the dude that uh, died on pills? No, he didn't die on pills. He died of cancer. No, no, no. No, the act- actual actor died on pills. Oh. He died in an Olsen twins bed. Really? Yeah, the Joker. Right? Was he in that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, was the, the he was the main oh, guy, yeah, like yeah, the guy who yeah. started the... Hey, man. Yeah, dude, I like did not notice it was him. Just <laughs> now? Well, no, no, oh. no, 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 but I forgot. Like That's how good of a role I forgot he was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh... 
The fuck is his name? I think he's a British cunt. Not Orlando Bloom. Uh, no, the other one. Oh, my God. It's right. I have no idea. Blonde guy, long hair. Yeah. What's the name of... Who's the actor that played the Joker in uh, Dark Knight Returns? Was it the Joker? I think it was the Joker. Yeah. Nope, that's... Not oh, Mike. that's not... No, the... Uh, what's the name of that Batman? Batman. The Dark Knight. What's... Oh, I put Dark Knight Returns. Oh. What's the name of the... Fuck my life. I suck at Google. <laughs> just suck at life. I suck at life. <laughs> Let's see what she's got to say there. Second Life. Oh, there's... Oh, Second Life. The Dwight Schrute game. <laughs> the D- Dwight Schrute game? You remember the fucking game that Jim Helper follows uh, fucking Dwight in? Dwight's like, my oh, life is so yes, great. Yes, he's I, flying. I, I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Second Life is a real game. Um, God damn, why can't I think of his name off the top of my head? Because I said Emil Hirsch, and it sounds kind of like that. It's like fucking. Who's the actor that plays Joker in The Dark Knight? He's the one that got butt. Who's the actor that plays Joker in The Dark Knight? He's the dude that banged the other guy. I I can't believe that this is Heath Ledger. Fuck my life. God, yeah, that that doesn't sound anything like the other one. No, it's just a goofy fucking name. Yeah, like Phoenix. uh, What's his name's uh, brother? Yeah, Phoenix Rivers. Like fuck Phoenix. Well, Heath. It was his mom was probably pushing him out eating a Heath bar. <laughs> and it was like, ah, bloody hell. And it was like one of seventeen kids, so she marked him on the ledger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell, <laughs> bloody hell. I don't know. I'm fucking a Heath. A Heath bar. Ooh, I do love a Heath bar though. I don't know if I've ever had one. No? Oh, dude. Fucking McDonald's, when they first started their McFlurries, mm. they used to have all types of flavors, like Oreo, the yeah. mini M&Ms. I know what a Heath bar is. and Butterfinger when it first came out. Ooh, Butterfinger. Fresh Butterfinger, bro. Patty yeah. hates Butterfingers. I'm like, if they're fresh, it's a game changer. It's like Mike and Ike's. If Mike and Ike's are fresh, nice and chewy. Are those the ones that are fruity? Yeah. What's like the ones that pills? are the licorice, the black and white We ones? talked about this before. I know. Good and plenty. They're fucking not good, and I don't want plenty of them. They're fucking terrible. Hey-o. Hey-o. Um, fucking horrible. They're horrible fucking licorice. Fuck out of here. Um, I'm going to go I grab like our beer of the week right now. I like them. Uh, so I went fishing today. You did go fishing today. Because you have me working tomorrow, so we couldn't go tomorrow. I wish we were recording this like video so I could turn the camera real quick and be like, this is what we're working on, a yeah. pile of rocks. <laughs> so I had to go today with my brother. Well, he would have went yesterday. I feel, I feel I felt left out so bad, dude. I felt like the fact that you should have just fucking let it go and not let me know you were fishing. Yeah, but then that wouldn't have been fun. Fun for you, dude. Like I was getting out of the shower and like my fucking... Yeah, no shit. My day was rude. Right, which was fun for me. Eight hours turned into 20 hours, it felt like. <laughs> and, like, he caught a fish right away, so I was like, Dave's going to get mad at this. <laughs> Let me send him this video. <laughs> okay, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. I'm going to tell Logan to fucking boo you next time that somebody catches a fish before you. That's fine. I'll, I'll tell you guys You'll how. You'll be there, though, so it won't hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys how good Minnesota is when I get back. Um, but, anyway. I have. I'll, I'll get a plane to fucking. 
<laughs> so I have that eye bobber, and it's just like a fish sonar that you use off your iPhone. And I have it tied to a spool of like six pound test cape or line. So I unspool it, unspool it, unspool it. So I got a good chunk so I could throw it out there. My hands were already wet. So when I threw it, the spool went with it. Nice. So I jumped in that bitch and grabbed the spool because I was not going to lose a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> But I had my good boots on, so I was. I good. mean, and plus it was a nice warm day. Yeah, my I barely got wet. God, but it was fucking hysterical. And then my phone fell in, hence no it, case. It blows my mind. You're a Jew hater. Excuse me. You're like Adolf Hitler, like the Austrian Jew that hates Jews. Are you just? Is this a gameplay or fucking role, role reversal? Play? Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Shave your little stash off and cover your There's no stash. Off. There's no stash. I barely got pubes. For real? No, not for real. Oh, I was going to say. I got so many pubes weird. that it looks like I don't have a dick when I don't <laughs> shave it. Like a fucking, like a button on a furry coat. I, it looks like a prairie dog popping up over the fucking brush. There's like a button hanging off a pea coat. <laughs> what is that, a mushroom? Like in a, yeah. a hangover? Dude, like everybody laughed and I was like, hey. <laughs> I didn't know that feeling. <laughs> it is a mushroom. Yeah. But I did have it working. Like, I got it back, and I obviously I just left it out there. Well, and and it did pick up a shitload of fish, and it shows. I love that fucking thing. It, so, it shows them one through four, the size of what the machine says the fish are, and the depth. So Nick, like, remade a rig and then put a minnow on it and threw it, like, right where the bobber was. Ten minutes later... Caught a nice so, four-pound uh, largemouth. Now that you're learning how to use it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, the first day we used it, we're like, is that line? Like, it just gave, like, a straight wiggly yeah. line. And we're yeah. like, is that a fish? Yeah. No, I, I know 100% how to use it now. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good. So, does it seem like it's worth the money now? I think so. Even if you use it to see what the bottom is. I, I, I think when you're doing uh, bobber fishing yeah. with minnows, I think that's very valuable. Yeah. Because, like, when we go to Minnesota, we have a boat that we rented, and it's got two different uh, fish finders on it. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I can't. Oh, man. Dude, you, like, you know the chances that we all catch, like, a 20-plus pound, pound fish? Dude, like, I can't wait to, like, hold it like it's yes. chewy. No. Like, when, you know what I can't wait? For the 20-minute, 30-minute fight. Yeah. That's what dude, I can't wait for. Oh. Because, you know, it's great catching bass right now. Sure. But like like we said, man, they're so lethargic. Yeah. They're not putting up a no. fight. They're like, oh, where am I going? Even even when Amron caught his today, he he's like, oh, shit, I got one. And then it was on the shore. Right. Nothing. Both my fish that I caught yep. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Like, you feel it, and you're like, okay, that's a fish. There's no... Your you're fucking rod barely even hooks. Yeah. You're just like, oh, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like, coming in. It's like... Reeling in uh, seaweed. Yeah, but I want to fucking... A walleye? I want to be sweating when I'm done, you know? Oh, dude, I guarantee you... That's why I like river fishing, because, like, the channel fish... Well, smallmouths always fight better anyways than large Right, mouth. but, like, catfish put up a great oh, fight, yeah. dude. Carp put up a good fight. They're, they're bottom feeders, so they're just, like, they're tough fuckers, you know? Oh, yeah. Where, 
bass are just kind of like, oh, I see something, and they just kind of, you know, that's yeah. it. How'd you like that cigar? Uh, I like the Java's better. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's really good. I like. I think I like these a little bit better than the Java's, but I bought that. Um, I didn't smoke any. I smoked the Cuba Cuba. I smoked. I, I ordered uh, all these off of the um, cigarinternational.com, I think. Okay. And I got 20 of these. And then you got a, a Cuba, sample uh, pack, right? From Jew Estates. Yeah. So, like, I got the Java's. I got Cuba Cubas. And then two others that I've n- I didn't know Jewish State. And that's made. the reason you kind of went with it, yeah. right? So I'll bring a couple over tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a good day to try some out. Um, so we're we're gonna jump into our uh, beer of the week. It's called uh, Gum Misky. It's Noon Whistle. They're out of Lombard, I believe. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Lombard. Yeah, Lombard, Illinois. It's a triple dry hopped with Idaho Seven, Azaka, and El Dorado hops. I bought these last year. Remember, uh, right yep. at the beginning of the season before our worlds end ended. Yep. I uh, picked up a four pack of this and a four pack of the North Side, the the Cubs. I don't know what they called it, but that was like the West Coast IPA, right? It was and a little bit. This is yeah. This is East Coast. This is like a Northeast India Pale, yeah. and that was a West Coast IPA. Yeah. So with for me, like just going off of this, I, exactly what I remember it tasting like. I don't like West Coast IPAs at all. Yeah. I happen to love the East Coasts. They taste very floral. Very floral and not like you're eating a goddamn pine cone. It's weird, though, because it's like, you know, I, I get I get what you're saying. And like a, a, a trip, like a, a normal IPA, like say Imperial IPA especially, you get like that dryness. Yeah, of IPA, which I don't. I, I love all IPAs. I don't give a fuck what IPA it is. I love it. But this, for being a triple dry hopped, triple. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not a huge IPA I, guy. So, dry hopped. I think there's a process to like where you soak your hops and then you add it to kind of extract the flavors. And this is more thrown into the batch when they're the hops are dry. Okay. And the triple is just, they got three different hops. Huh? But I would assume that the dry hop would kind of, eh, maybe not. Maybe kind of makes it for more of a subtle. No, I think you're right because it's Idaho 7, Zaka, and El Dorado. It's, it's such a smooth beer. It, right. It's smooth. The, the flavor just kind of hangs out, and it doesn't go crazy like those West Coast ones right. do. Right, right, right. I'll give this one two thumbs up. I love this type of beer. I just um, I wish we had glasses to pour it into because I feel like IPAs are the best beers to have in a glass. That way you get that full aroma on the head, so you could kind of like get the the smell and the taste at the same time. But I only have one glass left, and I was like, I'm not gonna clean it out for my yeah. you know dirty Mars ass. Mars Brewing makes my favorite East Coast IPA, the Hazy. Yeah, it's got the, like the pink label. Uh, it's, it's like a yeah, like a purple. lavender. Yeah, it's so good, dude. And Mars I, I know, I know, it. I know a lot of people like hate on that because they say, "Oh, that's not a real IPA," but I don't think they're. It's the East Coast version. You know what I mean? That's why it tastes like that. Um, yeah, I I like them all, man. I like the fucking hazy IPAs. I like the milkshake IPA. They're all different. I love IPA. I love hops. Yeah. I am I am a fucking. You give me something that shouldn't have hops, and you put hops in it, like a hoppy wheat. 
love it. Like, I, I love hops. I don't know if I've ever had a hoppy wheat. Um, I love what wheat beer. Boulevard? I uh, I forget the name of it. I, I don't see it anymore. I don't know if they even make it anymore. Boulevard Brewing, though. But they, they made this hoppy wheat to die for, dude. A- amazing summer drink where it's like, oh, that's wheat. But then you get, like, that almost that little dryness. Man, it's a fucking perfect balance. And I don't. I still see their other shit, but I just don't see that anymore, man. But I used to always buy that when they had it. It's a good, like, weekday beer. You know, you want to have a couple beers if you're done cutting grass? Yeah. It's uh, not a high alcohol content. Great fucking beer. These these will put you down. A four-pack, um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, 7%. Four-pack of pints. yeah. It, it, it make you feel real good. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But, like, does what does Energy City, like, they're flavored things. Don't they consider those IPAs? See, they're, they're fruited IPAs. So fruited means that when you're done with the whole beer process, you, you are adding syrup. actual like fruit juice. Oh, okay. So the beer and comes lactose. In, depending, depending. See, I think the lact when the, you the, when you get crazy like that, the lactose sugar you, is the the milkshakes. Yeah, that shit fucks me up. My stomach. I'll drink your lactose intolerant, bro. No. No, you're just not supposed to. I bet those are like five, six hundred calories per pint. Give it to me. I right. I love you're it too. right because when I when I eat like heavy when I drink and I go to bed and I wake up I I have like it's not even the shits. It's more of a like my butthole turns into an escape valve and it's hot like tar, pressurized hot tar just it it doesn't shoot out it more or less just dumps out yeah. And then it leaves like a pot, heaping pile. I'm, I'm. That it's not solid and it's not liquid. It's a new form. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like mud. foam. It's mud. Mud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> foam like foam. a fucking <laughs> like a frappe, like a, like a latte, like <laughs> yeah. it's just dropped out of you. And it's, now, because you've been talking about it, I am incredibly turned on. I'm thinking of your mud great, pits. Great, great, because I got I got one brewing right now. <laughs> hey, you want to see my tar sands? Just, just come hold my hand when I do this. <laughs> This is what Canada wants dude, to sell us. Dude, but for some reason, these always smell the worst, man. Like like chemicals. Out of, out of all my shit. Oh, dude, for sure. Like a solid shit, you're like, that's poo. That's, <laughs> that's poo, right. You know, right, like, right. Uh, when you got, like, the actual, like, diarrhea, diarrhea, it smells more, like, sour, maybe? Maybe. Something, you know. When when, you're, when your digest, digestion track is not right and you're shitting the way you shit, and I hate to admit it, I shit like that a lot. I just do. <laughs> I was way worse. Like it used to be every yes. morning, and yeah. now I get like I use. <laughs> now I get like two days a week yeah, where it's like right, oh, right. like this morning I was like I got to jump in the shower and I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like, oh, yeah. nope, nope. I yeah. better go a little earlier because yeah. I got something to brew. <laughs> yeah. When you when I got like straight up bubble guts, and I release that, it it's like a how does a body make. You know, Something it's like, this, that I, it's like a, a slurpy consistency. Like, you know how you turn that the handle? Like, yeah. You turn the handle, yeah. and it just comes out, yeah. and then I just shut it back off, yeah. and it stops. Yep. And that's where it sits in the water. Yeah. It doesn't spread out in the water. It's not, no. you know. But and it, like, floats because it's so fatty and greasy. It's almost like a premature baby, you know? Like, it's not fully done yet. Like, it could have been a fucking full, nice, steamy turd. But you know what I don't get? So, uh... 
if I'm up in the tower for a long time and I'm holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it, like 12, 14 hours, and I go home and I shit and it's still like that, <laughs> I always thought it would be like a like a loaf of bread. Right, like it's done cooking. Yeah. It's done cooking. <laughs> this bitch cooked for 14 hours. It's going to come let out. That, I let that bitch rise. <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. This thing's going to come out like Italian fucking bread, man. It's going like to have the diagonal cuts on the <laughs> yeah, top. Yeah, it's going to look good. <laughs> It's not gonna, gonna have a little rosemary. No, but like I'll sit after fourteen hours and I'll just spray porcelain, bro. Like I'll just destroy uh, it. You know that, that's our that's cancer. <laughs> I, you know what? After this last year, I've never put on so much weight. I've never ate, eaten so bad. I've never drank so much. I'm sorry. That's my fault. No, not the eating part. Not the eating part. I blame that on Jody. But the whole drinking thing, like the whole it it, it was a a perfect storm of. Frank passing early, and then we kind of like, I'm going to be here for you, and like the only way I know how to be there for somebody is I'm just going to fucking get shit-faced drunk with you every night. And then that lasted for however long, right up until the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit, and it's like, well... It lasted hardcore six months. I ain't got shit to do now. I would wake... So when we started this endeavor... And that, let me let me. Wait, Endeavor usually ends with us like being multimillionaires. <laughs> no, I would wake up either going to work or not even having work that day. I'd be in my jeans, a hoodie. Sometimes I'd have my shoes on. I'd be in my den because we were playing video games, and it was like fucking sleigh bells kicking cans around. I would have, and I don't even. I was. I'd, I'd be so fucked up. That I couldn't even go to bed. Like, I couldn't make it to the bedroom. I'd be like, ooh, I'm right here. I'm just going to lay down here. I thought, like, it'd be a good idea to be like, hey, bro, to my brother, like, look at what I did tonight. And I took a picture of my bar top that was completely filled with cans. And, like, he got worried for me. (laughs) He's like, like, dude, it's Tuesday. (laughs) I know. Well, so just being somewhat of an adult. We've we've slowed down, like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, but I, I also feel like uh, I'm on a fucking path that there's no good outcome. I'm on like a rotten log balance, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, I'm trying to navigate. I got this. I got this. Yeah, I'm trying to navigate this thing of life on this balance beam, and there's like. Every insect and, and on every it. day you get some new weight added on your shoulders. Yeah. And it's like this thing's gonna collapse and I'm gonna be doing black tar heroin. Either like there's gonna be a miracle and make it across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or nobody's gonna know who yeah. I am. Right. Right. Dude. It's bad. I like when I'm at work, I'm like, this is just stress as a work, and then I get in the car and I'm like, it's just the stress as a traffic. And then I get home and I'm like, I'm gonna cure my stress. <laughs> well, but I don't I don't drink a lot during the week. I'll have yeah, but that's tops three drinks a night, uh, and it's not every night. It's usually like Wednesday. I'll start dr- having a couple drinks. Thursday I have a couple drinks, <laughs> and then Friday. I think I got fucked up. Oh, I got fucked up on Thursday. I did I think I got fucked up too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the where I kept fucking uh, sending videos yeah. like uh, fucking yeah. But then Jody buys this fucking blueberry wine and it was amazing so i drank 
That's Aww. not. See, they call it wine, but that shit ain't wine, bro. It's that like shit brandy, is spiked juice, and it's like brandy, right? Yeah. So she's like, "You saw the video? I was drinking mm. right out of the bottle." I'll, she's like, "You gotta try this." That opened a whole nother window for me, and then I climb up that fucking cocksucking crane on Friday. I'm like, "Man, I feel good," and then like a light switch, boom, hangover. Oh, dude, I bubble would. gut, hang, headache. Oh. Like headaches where like I wanted to rip my eyeballs off, and then I'm working with pipe fitters who are retarded, and we ended up working 11 hours, and I was all bum like. There's one thing when you're running a crane is on the ground and you get out, walk around, talk to people, take a shit. When you're stuck up there, dude, it's a whole nother. World oh yeah, you, fucking- you gotta battle your own demons. You know, without a doubt, because there's no like, oh, I had to poo, but now I'm bullshitting with this guy and I forgot. And now maybe it's solidified or it went away. Yeah. You when, know, when I was looking at the turntable, I'm like, there's a five gallon bucket there. Hmm. Do I climb back down there and just let one spit out? But then I'm sitting. I don't I don't have my bidet. Now I'm, I'm, I'm bougie. I want my bidet because. See, that's why I'm scared to get a bidet, because I feel it'll like, ruin you. Right. It's the, it proves two things. One, we've been Americans, wiping asses wrong the whole time. <laughs> well, that and Americans are fucking gross. And then just straight out two, asshole hygiene is so important. So important. And like we do it wrong here. Dude, like most poos, it's like eh, you get a couple of wipes and you feel fine, man. But sometimes you get those like thick tar type where it's yeah. like you're like you wiping got, and it's like there's a crayon stuck there. Yeah. And you're just there's more. There's and then more. and then you, you have to wipe so hard that you're fucking assholes on fire for a good couple hours and then it dries out on you. And now you're like, oh, huh, even better. I got itchy butthole the rest of the day, dude. And that's where the bidet rocks. Right. Like I've never had a like. There's times where you ever I'm, you ever have the bidet running and just rub one off on the toilet? No, I'm gonna try that. If I get a bidet, that's gonna be my first mission. Yeah, but see, like butthole play for me, like no, that is a one way exit. But I, sometimes if you like move, I'll use the bidet and I'll make sure that I hit every angle of the fucking dirt. Well, right. Like if that's the dirt field, you want it to be where you're using toilet paper just to dry off. Dry off. And dude, when you do it. And you're just drying off. There's nothing on the toilet paper, oh, which man. blows my fucking I'm mind. Buying, I'm buying two tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking. Don't just buy one. No, I got two toilets. I, I understand that. I have two toilets, too. But I shit, day, I shit down here. Oh, all right. A lot. You should probably get two then. Yeah. But they're not expensive, right? No. I think they're 80 bucks. <laughs> you can get a heated one for like 120 but like I told you, yeah, I, I can maybe get a heated weird. one down here because the water, like yeah. the water, heats up really fast. But when it goes up, well, see, Nick's got the heated one, but he's got old, like galvanized, yeah, lines and shit. So it's weird. But like I, I'll, I'll like take a shit. But cold's not horrible, right? It's no, kind of refreshing, dude. Like menthol. Listen, like vapor rub. I'll get home from on your work. butthole. Yeah, it's like you take. A oh, dude, summertime. No, but I'll get home from work. I'll, I'll I'll let the fucking uh, the tar slands go, and I'll be a little itchy or whatever. I'll just like fucking move around, like let that fucking power washer it's a, do its, it's like work. It's like a fine water, right? It's and like it, it hits you hard though. Oh man, I want it. 
I and wanted so like you'll bad just right move now. like not even on your b hole. It'll just be like on the side, like up in the cheek. And it'll be itchy, and you oh right there, boom, bam, and then you fuck. I never have to have crusty fingernails again, huh? No, and like the <laughs> scariness of like so not no no you don't <laughs> yeah and you're not picking out berries nothing <laughs> nothing can we clean bee holes for life oh see you know i love your honesty well jody bought me that because she does laundry now when i did laundry and i fucking threw a pair of boxers and i was like oh that's a little stained and well, now she dude, sees it. It and she's, happens because we got fucking ass hairs, man. Well, and we're fucking doing stuff, right? But we're, but, but but think about okay. So you take a shit, right? And you wipe, and you're like, oh, it looks clean. But imagine having ten thousand arms, just like grabbing LeBron James as he's fucking walking past. <laughs> and keep going, please. You know, like everybody's got his DNA, man. No, yeah, but kind of like truth. It would be like ten thousand piece of cloths and LeBron, LeBron James type of air flowing through it. Guess what? All those white cloths now are, are yeah. fucking yeah. dirty and yeah. chalky. Fucking. And now when you fart. No, no clutch, you know, overpaid, fucking dark fucking cloths, you know? Yeah, and gets cramps. <laughs> I, I do like when they'll show like a cop bleeding from his fucking throat or some shit in a shootout. Uh, he, he did it, and then they'll show LeBron getting carried off because of a cramp. Which is, I'm not saying that they're not right, but yeah. Uh, <sighs> cops, when you sign that contract, they they, they think you're se- worth seventy grand a year. When they sign LeBron James, the uh, I'm not even going to this. My my brain just yeah. went to a wrong spot. But anyway, I I've I've never felt awkward. On this podcast until right now, mm. I was looking for like the you know what? It's not. It wasn't that bad. I was gonna say it's a new piece of property. That's how they see it now. Oh yeah, it's like a new piece of property. So is, yeah, though. it is. Yeah. So I I didn't want to go. They wanna they wanna protect their investment. Exactly. So when they carry them off, it's like carrying off a piece of art that's got a little damage on it. You're what? I'm gonna go oh, all right. No, so like when they carry LeBron off, who's worth thirty-two million a year, that's a little different than the uh, you know whatever. Not saying anything's different about anyone, but I don't know. Shit is crazy. Dave's pissing in the bushes out in front of his house instead of going the same distance. Would have been into his house, into a downstairs bathroom. But they probably just look like he looks like he's playing with the bushes, messing with the hose. Because his dick is so small. Yeah. There's not a joke there. There's not a joke there. Yeah, it's pure truth. Yeah. Yeah. But all I know is two. Is it two weeks from today? We'll be in Minnesota. Yes. Well, yeah. Two weeks from today, we'll finish our first full day in Minnesota. So we're going, me, Dave, and his son, Logan. Maybe. Maybe his son, Logan. He, he's talking about maybe he wants to do the baseball thing. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, the more important part. We're going to Leech Lake. 
Leech Lake. And uh, Walker, Minnesota. Walker, Minnesota. How big is that? Uh, 110,000 acres. It's a massive fucking lake. And we're going to be fucking ripping in walleye and muskie until we're sick of ripping in walleye and muskie. Yep. We got a badass boat rented. Badass cottage rented. Everyone we talk to, no matter who it is, they say, get ready to get sick of fishing. Yep. Because you're going to be blowing out your forearms by reeling in so many goddamn fish. Well, and the great thing is, so the owner of the resort we're going to, and I told Dave, I was talking to you I want to meet it. this guy. Me too. He called me. Like, called me that is to, like, the tell- most legit customer service. Yeah. He was, he's so excited because this is his, so they call it like fi- the fishing opener. They they posted some shit and they posted like one of the. Did you see the how beautiful the lodge looks? Dude, the, the, the one they posted yesterday or two days ago? Yeah. They added some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like looking at it. I'm like, I don't know what you I, added, but it looks I like. I was going to fucking like post a comment. Then I was like, eh, I started deleting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be that weirdo. Yeah, you know. know, I'll just be that weirdo there, when, there, when I'm in person. Yeah. You can't run from me. Well, you can't delete. Of, there was a bunch of people like, can't see what, can't wait to see you in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you in two weeks. They, they, all their rooms and cabins are rented out for that weekend. It's going to be fucking stellar, dude. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. John's like, I know all the good spots. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go up to this dude and be like, listen, we're from Chicago. We catch bluegill, crappie, and largemouth. Tell us what bait to buy off of your shelf, what 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 to get, and where to go. Yeah. And I'm just going to take – I'm going to be like, John – you know this lake. Here's the boat. Here's the controls. I mean, when I'm like, you know, maybe six, seven ounces deep of some bourbon, I'm like, let me take the fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna drive the boat. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drive the right. boat at some time. Right, but it's not gonna be the, the, the fishing ground to, to get us there. I'm like, let me take us away from here. <laughs> yeah, wait, just point at where how we get right, home. Right, right. Okay, so the sun is there. You want me to go to the right or to the left? Of yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. And just tell me if I'm sleeping or not. <laughs> Both of my eyes open. It's going to be such a shit show. It's going to be so much fun, dude. I can't wait, man. And you are the worst person to fucking plan a trip with. I swear to God, man. Why? Because, like, when I planned a trip with you, when it came down to fucking Vegas, um, Putin Bay, now this, it is every day it's a conversation where where I just want to, like, Put my head down, get through work. Grind it, get there. Yeah, just grind it out until it's here. And it's like every no, day. I, I Google Leech Lake fish catches. <laughs> and then I look at people holding these massive fish. And I'm like, holy bug. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I love it, but I fucking hate it. Because I'm like, this dude. Like, it would be conversations at work where I'm like, I got six hours left. And we're talking about this fucking fishing trip, dude. It's the fucking worst scenario yeah. that I can put myself in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, so for fall's trip, John's house is like four hours away from, from here. Oh, okay. Four or five hours away from here. Drive. His buddy owns a pheasant hunting club that's like 10 hours away from here. So the plan right now is we drive to John's house and jump in his airplane that he owns, and we fly there. Does he own an airplane, or is it just... Dude, he's a gangster. He owns an airplane. He owns his own eight-person Setna. What the fuck, man? Oh, you yeah. know, I had to be raised by a Dunsky. 
The fucking worst possible scenario. I'm sorry, Logan. 25 years listening to this, he'd be like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) As he's in the trades. My oiler. I'm screaming I'm drunk. You made this Long Island wrong, you piece of shit. Your dad was right at high decky. You need to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Because I'll be dead, and I won't be able to yell at him. Yeah, but if you die, I'm not going to be long after. Just because, like, what you're doing, I'm doing. Dude, the thing that kills me, I'm going to go back to my brother a little bit. He's fucking 39, and he's doing this like it's no problem. I'm like, fuck your life. Fuck you. Two kids. He's right. He's like, I send this to you for motivation. I'm like, eh, it didn't work, but I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. Send what to motivation? Like that, to, like, fat shame me. And I've been telling Patty to fat shame me, too. And, like, she didn't want to do it. She's like, yeah, you can lose a couple pounds. I'm like, that's not fucking fat shaming. I was like, call me a fucking useless fat fucking, you know. And, like, then she just started. No dick don't work. <laughs> You're you so fat. fat you <laughs> dick. I can't even see your dick no more. Like, you can't see your dick, but I can't see your dick. You so fucking goddamn fat. <laughs> well, but I don't know what happened to my motivation. Me. No. Not you. Maybe, like, maybe me. Maybe you. Like. Let, let's say minimum 10% me. Ten, you know what? Maybe 10% you, ten, like 70%, it's like, I just don't care. I just don't care. Um, Cheeseburgers are so I mean, I keep good. telling myself, like, just wake up early, but then I drink. And I'm like, I'm not going to wake up early if I'm drinking. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Because I just, like, wake up early, hour early, jump on my bike, go for an hour bike ride in the morning yeah. before work. But then it's like... I have one more fucking beer. You know, it's all good. And then I'm like, Ugh. I hate my job. I'm not going to wake up early. Yeah, but like you keep on putting like, I hate my job in there. I don't think that matters. Hating or liking it. Well, no, I think I love my job. I think it plays a part. Well, right. I mean, you're a different scenario. I love my job, but I have to get up early. I'm there long time hours. You're different. But two years ago. I was running three and a half miles a day and lifting weights. With 12-hour shifts. With 12-hour shifts. Right. And now I just like being drunk better and eating good food. Where I'm I, – chicken, what would I eat? I would eat chicken, uh, sweet potato, and broccoli. And I would cut it all up, put it in a bowl, and eat that. A little sauce maybe. A little sp- Yeah, for two meals a day. And then my breakfast would be three eggs on wheat toast. And I would eat that every day. No matter what I did. Right. That's Th- it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You, if you want to lose weight, you got to figure out your calorie intake and eat like a dog. Eat even, the same Even shit. less. Even less than what your calorie intake is. No, I, I just meant like what you what your calorie intake should be. You right. You to figure that out. Right. Like if you're a normal man, there's no such thing as. See, and, and I think a big problem is like we have this country that is endless resources, but there's no... You got all this, uh, all these resources that could fucking tell you, you know, I don't know. I'm going blank here. I, I started a conversation I can't finish, but that's a new one. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like there should be a market for some type of dietitian that can be like, you come in, you tell tell them, you know. This is my lifestyle. They take your blood. They figure out where your fucking blood sugar content is, all that shit, and they fucking measure it out and be like, this is your calorie intake. This is what you should be eating. This is they how many. That. 
Right, but it's not readily available. It is. Believe it or not, it is. You have to, like, okay, maybe it's not readily available because you do have to pay a couple bucks. You do have to pay a couple bucks. Yeah. Because they still, like, for some reason, they consider it, like, medical. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's, like, in-network, out-of-network. Like, no, no, just create, like, a fucking totally tan where you could go in. Yeah. Do, like, a quick blood work. Like, almost like a fucking, uh... Well, a lot of it, they have the special scales now. Like weighing scales where you could you could stand on it and just by heat, weight, you height, put in your weight, your height, and age, and it could tell you like what your bone density is, what your yeah what's yeah your fucking uh, fat boy Bert does that. Bert Kreischer does all that shit. Well, he's like us. He's a fucking just pure alcoholic. But I can only we are lightweights in comparison. To right, and guy. I was just gonna say I can only imagine what that guy eats on the road. When he's away from his family and stuff, he is probably but he's not grosser do- than gross. But but he's not doing like, you know, oh, I'm gonna do in and out five days a week. He's going to a fucking a restaurant, yeah. top end restaurant, and right. spending a grand, yeah, with a group of friends, and he's paying for it, and he's like just the spread. So you know what I would like to see, and this is like a theory of mine. I would like to see like a guy that's. Like my, I would like to see my grandfather's um, parts per million of testosterone at thirty-five, my dad's, and then me. I think that like so much pesticides and so much antibiotic and so much. I think that was a part of the whole plastic thing too. Was a part of the testosterone. Yeah, thing. but I like there's so much. You need something? No, I'm good. So much hormones and so much stuff added into this stuff. I I want to. I truly think, and it goes into women too because women have free reign testosterone. Right. You know what I mean. And you cannot truly and act like you can't with good whatever burn fat unless your testosterone and hormones are in check. And that goes with like sure. Your insulin is spiking. Well, you know, it's going to store sugar directly into, you know, whatever. It's going to go glucose to fat cell and pump it in there. And also, I mean, testosterone, is a, for, for men, it's a huge part of your energy levels. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could, be, you could be going to the gym and have low testosterone, and you're going to be like, I'm going to do what I can. Yeah. Versus pushing past what you can. Of what you would need, yeah, to burn calories, to you know, yeah, and, and I feel like I've been in that boat a couple times where I go and I'm like, I'm gonna just do what I can so I don't kill myself because I got kids and blah, 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 right. you know whatever. So it's like I never push myself to where it's like I, I come home and I'm like oh, I'm done, you know? Yeah, I think it's a but also there's plenty of studies that show like as soon as you have a child. I think it's like forty percent of your testosterone plummets. Like and, it just, but like, and then the woman gets more fertile. It's really weird. Yeah, but that, for, for men, it's it's a hereditary thing because like we came from uh, you know apes or whatnot, and yeah. uh, they early on they would eat their young. Yeah. So the testosterone drop would help us. Per, it would prevent us from well the weird thing is too though and not to cut you off there's this huge push to get away from meat 
especially red meat. And like it's scientifically shown that eating red meat, lifting heavy weights, and just doing those things will boost a man's testosterone. Yeah. The proteins will help kind of kick in. Right. You like I mean building good muscle. The, the thing that kills everyone is the stuff that shouldn't be eaten. It's the sh- it's the sugars, it's the the, the grains that we Ooh. mass produce because it's a easy But you can even go energy. farther. Yeah, but you can even go farther than the grains. 90% of this country comes from like the Europe, like Europe area. Right. There is no orange trees. There's no apples. We eat this shit in our regular diet, and it's crazy high in fructose. Sure. Our, your body doesn't know anything other to do with it. And the misconception, to- the big mis- misconception where you're going with this is they think, a lot of people think that natural sugars are better yeah, than, fuels than, right. But it's like, no, sugar is sugar is right. sugar. It's right. just the kind of sugar it, you're taking in. Right, because especially the way your body breaks down it breaks sugar. down those sugars right all almost the same way right it, it turns into glucose right as soon as your body gets the needed energy yeah. from sugar right it converts it and then once it converts it it converts it again to actually triglycerides right which actually pumps through your blood and it actually clogs your arteries well so like uh triglycerides which is a cholesterol you need cholesterol to form new cells that's mm. like what a blank cell but comes from a healthy level right but there's there's but there's sugars in fucking meat yeah but there, there's also studies shown that people with like crazy high cholesterol eating like a keto high, super high fat diet burning fat stores for energy with these high cholesterols are actually like 10 times healthier absolutely than a person with high cholesterol eating a starchy diet right because like well, that was the misconception back in the fucking late fifties that the high fat was the, the heart disease. You, you eat fat, it puts fat on you. Right. That's what where that. Right, but it's a simple energy that's it's a fat cell. Yeah. So you just burn it. Right. Where sugar, it's a complex type. Your body has to have insulin spikes, right. and you have to store. It so somehow. a lot of people like if, if you grab somebody, you could feel like like I'm fat, like but it's soft fat. Yeah. This is like fat from animals. Right. But if you grab somebody and they feel like rock Hard. solid fat, yeah. that is sugar fat. Yeah, and like usually It's more complex. It Well, it's usually a sugar fat and they usually have like bloated organs. Yeah. Because their body is like truly fighting itself with inflammation and all that shit to like get it better. Dude, you need just another cigar. You're not even close to touching that. A little more closer. Closer. There you go. You're you're you got flame on cigar. That's gonna be so hot. I love little cigars, man. Yeah, but you need like a roach clip for that. <laughs> when, at first, when you're trying to light it, like there's the end of the cigar. You're Dude, over here. <laughs> my Asian eyes can only look oh, so. <laughs> how could that be? Am I close to a raw? No more funny that Pearl bomb now. Right, you gotta imagine like, wait, you want me to fucking go down with this bomb? Like, am I am I gonna hit the target? That that's what was going on right now. But American are sheeple. But that sure. motherfuckers were able to talk their people into, hey, you're gonna fly off of this thing and crash it into that thing. 
And they're they're like, wait, what happens to me? Oh no, you die with that. Plane. But that's a five thousand year fucking tradition. Come come cozy. Yeah. Sacrifice for the greater good. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Right. I, we're we're going to teach you how to plane, fly a plane. Not just good enough. Good enough to aim. To aim yourself as a weapon. And it's crazy. crazy. It's fucking. It's nuts. But um. You know, we then bomb them with two nukes, and they're further ahead in life than we are. <laughs> well, because their people stood up for themselves, and they're not crazy divided. Is that Abraham or like what's that dude's last name? Their pre- their president, something like something like that. The Jap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn Jap. <laughs> Do you know Jay's chips used to be called Japs? J A P P S. No. But post-World War II, they're like, oh, we got to change that. People are going to get upset. That was the beginning of the woke. But, like, how how the other part of woke is uh, they shoved Japs into a concentration camp. Like, you're bad for this country. We're going to put you in this fence. They did that with a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Reservations. Well, did you see what Rick Santora said the other day? Uh Uh-uh. Like, we created this country. There was nothing here when we got here. And then he's like, well, Native Americans got were here, but they're not much part of this uh, country's heritage. It's like, uh, no shit. I you mean. killed them all. Right. I mean, he's not wrong fully because they were here for thousands of years and they kept it simple. And the white person came here and wanted to capitalize. It's super interesting to see the true story of how the no- North America got inhibited with the Bering Strait. I love it. Like, I don't think people realize that this world was so young at one point that you could basically walk around the world. From Russia. Right. To Alaska. Right. So that's where you get Eskimos. Right. That's where you get your Native Americans. And right. that's where you get your Aztecs. Yeah. Uh, your Incas before... Spanish trade. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. The Spaniards banged the Mayans and they became Mexicans. Right. right. And then it gets even crazier if you go even further south with uh, Brazil, with the whole Portuguese, with their trade. Yeah. Portugal's trade. Uh, Post-World War II, you got Germantown in Brazil. Where Which, it's where they say half that, a million fucking yeah German bred Brazilian Portuguese speaking fucking it's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. But like just going to this world, like Australia was a prison. Yes, it was a penal colony. Why are you gonna take like? Why aren't you like, hey, you fuckers could stay here. We're gonna go to Australia. <laughs> like, well, and then you could go on YouTube. Australia's fucked up. Dude, you could go on YouTube. Minus the large cities. If you go like Outbacks, it's fucking weird. There's a movie that was made to like push the whole story of Australia. Um some people were killed and they made a story, but it was so far fetched. But do you ever see Quigley Down Under? No. With Tom Simon. What's the dude? Tom Hardy? No, he's got the big black mustache. Tom Hitler. 
That's your lover. Si- Tom Si Tom Sizemore? No. no. Uh oh uh The old school guy. Yeah. What the fuck is his name? Uh, anyway. Dude, he plays like this cowboy, American cowboy that went to Australia. It was like a rancher and he's got this like homemade bullet that he's got. And he's like a sharpshooter. Great fucking movie. It sounds familiar. Quigley Down Under. I don't feel like, like people. Are, I, it took me like fucking five minutes to find out Heath Ledger's name, so yeah. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> oh man, if Jody, Jody, be like, ah, his name is that. I'll fucking all chicks love that dude. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Oh, yes. Oh, Selleck. Yeah, bitches yeah. love him. But anyway, he's like down there. And ran like a rich rancher is like trying to kill another bunch of group of because they call them ab- aborigines there, mm-hmm. and that's like they're they're uh, the aboriginals. Yeah, yeah, they're the. Yep. Where do they come from though? Hey, I, I never looked into that. The ab- aboriginals. I, I would imagine it was, they look African, right? Yeah, I would imagine it's the same thing. There was a landmass that they were able to walk across and get there. I would I would imagine like South Asia was able to you were able to walk across to Australia when it was um it's crazy though like the what what was it called when all the continents were together I, I don't per, know the name per, but but I mean yeah. that's pre human that's pre Neanderthal yeah I know but all you need is like truly like some type of like monkey or, shit to spread and yeah. still have a landmass that yeah. you kind of like hop along right because that's kind of like where you they, would think Hawaii you know because Hawaii is so fucking isolated there's no way these motherfuckers showed up on canoes no they didn't they, Hawaii is 100% volcano landmass created. Oh, no absolutely right so you're someone from Asia found, like found from, like that was nothing that they've That's crazy, they've, they've proven that. That's crazy. That's um whatever whatever you want to call that, uh, Southeast Asian. Yeah, it's, heritage. It, I mean it's like pretty much the Pacific Islands yep. kind of. Yeah, yeah. That fucking blows my mind, man. Yep. Because islands it, it, like that it, are constantly growing this, and constantly. Has to, it has to be God, right? There's no other explanation no, of right. how that works, right? Well, how about the whole thing that uh, UFOs are real? Something else is out there. Our government knows the it. The CIA totally is cool. just spilling beans now. It's like, what? I don't get why. There's there's a reason. Dude, what what do we do when these motherfuckers invade? Our fucking top-end pilots and shit can't keep up, and they're, they're fucking fabricaster, like how they fucking move? Um, I think they're just kind of spilling the beans because they've known about it for a while, and it's just like, let's get ahead of the fucking curveball. Yeah. We've been hiding this for so yes. long. We got plenty of Edward Snowdens that can fucking spill the beans, you know. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So it's just like, know. let's get ahead of this. They're not violent. At least I hope. I mean, they shouldn't be violent. I mean, there's decent amount of evidence where they just kind of fly around, do flybys, and um, there's there's a deep theory uh, that there's an exoplanet. Or a nearby star system that sent their people here because they were uh, being um, their atmosphere was being depleted because of the same reasons fossil fuels. They were the ozone layer was getting lost, so they found a system where you take gold 
like gold spikes and you put it up in the atmosphere and it actually reflects the sun away from their planet and uh so the theory is that they came here you know hence the whole pyramid thing um the technology to build the pyramids almost as a uh, like a landing site which i mean so the 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 biggest gold vein in the world is South Africa. Um, that's why South Africa is run by white people because we have a fucking way of uh, capitalizing. But uh, there's also evidence of an asteroid hitting Earth in South Africa. The biggest known asteroid to hit Earth, and it was rich in gold, and it dug a few miles into the ground, and it was such a big asteroid that when it hit, the Earth collapsed on itself so the the theory goes to them knowing that we had some gold and they uh, basically grew us from monkeys this is the giants no not the giants the whole uh, theory on there's a near star system that sent aliens here yeah to so, get our gold yeah I think they they were technically giants so okay i know what you're talking about right you're right about the giants i forgot that was a part of it um but yeah so they basically they grew grew us to harvest their gold so and that's why gold is one of the few uh monetized objects that maintain value over everything else and we we never really have a reason of why gold like there's other metals that there's a million different metals, but they don't maintain their uh, well. I think value the I way think it gold all goes does. like how soft gold is. Gold is such a soft metal, where silver mm-hmm. and iron ore and all that shit is not. So there's nothing to really do with it, other than say it's a precious metal. But can we get back into the weird theories and say that aliens grew us? So the, <laughs> the theory was that that close, I can't remember all the names of it, but a close planet needed gold to put up into their atmosphere to warm it. I'm right. I'm right. No, not, not to warm it. To uh, they, It was how we are, like the ozone layer is being depleted. We're, okay. we're trapping carbons. Okay. So it's getting hot. So what they did was to take... Uh, gold particles to put it into the atmosphere to reflect the sun away oh, all right. to cool the, the, their planet. All right. And so that's the theory, and it makes crazy stupid amount of sense. Right. So the, the they come here, they send workers here to mine it. Right. Which And this is where I got the story, like what I heard, thought I heard of the story. The, the giants come here, and they were kind of godish and they got to the point to where they didn't want any do it anymore, so they mated with like monkeys or primates. They to like make bred us themselves with to, us, so to be their slaves, so right. they could do it. Right. I don't know. That's pretty much. what... I mean, it's crazy that you know that much because it was <laughs> it was like fucking an echo. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but like there, there's like a lot of people, even religious people. That say that was a phase of like the whole uh, primate to truly—I don't know if you want to call it primate—but uh, 
caveman to your regular human that a godlike person not if you even if you don't want to call it a giant but just a overly adapted human came here needed uh slaves so they bred with whatever was here and that's what came about was the uh humankind there's a huge crazy thing about it and they i want to say that you go farther into that and in saying that the giants died off with the flood and Noah didn't save them like Noah on his ark didn't save them. And that's where like the giants went. And this is God's or this is the godless post flood. I want to, I want to say if that's how, if you take that story to the farthest realm, so giants came here, bred with a primate or a caveman type person. Appreciate Pete myself. Dope. Uh, they made like we us. They were our technically slaves, and then you push it farther. Uh, God flooded the world, and that's when all the giants died. And that's this is now what we're living in is the oh, post God world. Full fucking the story of like what I've always heard about the whole. What you, I mean, what, like there's evidence of giants that they don't want to talk about, like footprints that are set in stone. You know, like sandstone, where like you have like fucking two foot long fucking feet. Yeah, footprints. You know. Well, so there, there's like in Africa, like there's like technical technical evidence that there was a Sasquatch type creature. Sure. So obviously killed off. Climate killed it. Something killed well, there, it. The, the the habitat just wasn't. Yeah. So you just go off with something like that. You had some kind of. God damn it, I just need another cigar. I know, me too, but gone. Uh, You're right. I'm just going to smoke this like it's a blunt roach. You know, saying now that aliens exist. You, you, see, you see that one where like it's like the Tic Tac flying around? Mm-hmm. What the fuck could fly that? Nothing. And that kind of goes into that uh, Bob Lazar guy that fucking people always labeled as crazy. But he was trying to investigate the UFOs. Area 51 guy. Yeah, Area 51. No, but he worked in a different. It's Area 51, but it was like Area 4A or whatever. Area 4A plus like, you know. 37. 48. 47. Jesus Christ. Fuck, I suck at life. Yeah, that's why we're sitting here doing our podcast. Doing a podcast that nobody listens to. That's a reason to get drunk, Thanks for though. the two that listen, though, all the way through. There's got to be two people that listen all the way through besides I do. me and you. <laughs> Jody does. So we're at three now, baby. Hey, uh. You know what I find hysterical? And I find this truly just fucking hysterical. We'll go from 20, or technically we have like 30-something subscribers. We'll go from like 34 subscribers to 40 for like three days. And he must listen to us, and then they stop subscribing. It's so fucking funny. I don't trust any of it. I don't either. I just, I, I, like, I know I'm not going nowhere with the podcast. No. But I enjoy it. Me too. You know? I enjoy, like, like you said, man, uh, two years ago in the summer, we were sitting around my fire, and this is where the idea sparked. 
You're like, look at this, man. We could fucking just put some mics in front of our face and we could talk the same shit that we're talking right now and just put it out there. Yeah. But the true this true idea started with and I'm not a huge fan with him is Sure. Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Gary V. Gary V. Right. As you said it many times, but I know that the night that it all came to fruition and it was kind of like a thought of yours and then you saw that thing and then you're like, dude. Yeah. Why are we not doing this? Yeah. And it was kind of like a thing that we talked about multiple times. Like pretty much every time me and you would kind of just sit around and drink some fucking some booze, we'd fucking get in these weird, stupid, obscure conversations that don't happen. Yeah. Without boozy booze. With the love of booze. With the boozy booze. Hey, the boozy booze. And I feel like maybe the people are getting sick of us talking about our fruitions and and how this all came about, but well, I feel like it's important, you know? I feel like it's important for anybody, you know? I'm sure there's people that are way funnier than us that think maybe, oh, maybe we could do it. It's easy. 300 bucks gets you on fucking going. You record your shit. Uh, you could you probably the, even do it for cheaper. Yeah. But you could become the next big thing. Well, you know what I'd lo- I So not taking any credit at all, and I, I know he does probably doesn't listen to us at all, Sean Kikaid who is a awesome Instagrammer or whatever you want to call it up in Canada. He started posting stuff when we started and we already had a little bit more of a following than he did. And he started, uh, direct messaging us about how he wanted to maybe one day start podcasting. And we, I don't know if it was you or me messaged him and just straight out said, what do you have to lose? It's super easy. Right. His podcast, I I've never listened to it. I don't know what it's called, but he his Instagram gets a shitload, way better of, than we're doing. Way better. But can, um, I think it's because he's genuine. The rapper? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he's genuine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Gotta say it the white way. <laughs> uh, he's genuine with his angle and like, I I feel like you know. For a while, we were force feeding what our angle was to kind of put a placement, and I think people could see that it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, we don't know a lot about whiskey. Well, no, but th- that was never the point. No, we never came off. That's to- why we s- went whiskey dicks. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> that's a funny name. And you're they're probably drinking dick. whiskey yeah. and their dicks and their fucking limp yeah. humor. Right. And so it wasn't like, I, I hope no one comes here for like... Seriousness. We don't want that. Legit whiskey no. reviews? No. I mean, take it from us. Like, we're everyday Joes that drink whiskey. I think, if anything, you should listen to us over any other people that review whiskey because well, we're just the normal guy that tastes whiskey and we tell you whether we like it or not. And so I, I feel like that holds more value than going to some whiskey website. Well, do you ever go to like a real whiskey Instagram and like listen to that guy? Yeah. Oh, it, it tastes like this and it tastes like, no, no it no. doesn't. You're, you're taking what they say at the distillery for you to say. Yeah. You're taking it out of a book or yeah. a website. When I saw like, Blom Brothers, like saying people are saying that was good. You know what I mean? I've I've even seen someone say Blind Tiger was good. Do you want to try Blom Brothers right now? Go get it. 
I'll try it. Is yeah. it here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try it. Without a doubt. <laughs> I ain't no fucking punk bitch. No, but I think anything in this, um, you know, genre or area or whatever you want to call it, I think that you should take more information that from an average Joe than a uh, quote unquote specialist. Because the specialist at the end of the day is a fucking average Joe. What makes them so much better than, you know, there's no one person is going to be like, oh, this whiskey is good because I said so. Right. That's not how it works. All right. So, Blonde Brothers, uh, this is maybe 45 weeks old. Yeah. Let me dump this out. Um, we were sticking, when we started this, we were doing all local for the most part. Trying to, anyway. Um, I just got French by your dog. Ugh. Come on, sit by my legs. He threw up like a few hours ago, so. That's all right. Yeah. I love dogs. I poured way too much of my glass. See, now that smells good. Does it? It does. Did we fuck up? Ooh, does that smell good? I don't buy it. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Ooh, no. All right. Second sniff, not so much. I'm going to go right into it. All right, so. <laughs> I didn't want to take a sip now. No. I mean, the nose doesn't smell horrible. Oh, no, worse. <laughs> it's worse than I remember. Fuck. Holy cow, dude. It is so bad. It's worse than I remember. Dude. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. It fucking hurts. I just spit it out. Uh, no, it went down. It went down on me. Uh, what is that supposed to taste like? <sighs> fucking gasoline. Oh. Dude. And it's only it's only a hundred proof. Get out of there, Chew. Chewy likes it. He's a bourbon boy. Come here, Chew. Come here. He likes his bourbon. There you go. You know, I I don't even know. This has to be such a, like, distinct taste. What is that? That is terrible. uh, I feel like it's over-charring. It's uh, under-aging. It's, um... You're putting... putting, I, I feel like this is like you're putting what you call whiskey into a small barrel for a year to get it colored. I wouldn't even say a year. Small barrels, six months, you know. I, I would like to know. I would. I like, want to try their more expensive bourbon, like the out of the Kelb, a uh, Galena, the Kelb. Says the Kelb. What is that? A read the tag, bitch. Motherfucker, relabel, bitch. I don't. Oh yeah, Galena. Whatever. <laughs> Why would you put the Kelb on there? Though? I mean, Galena is a beautiful fucking town. It's one of the like highest tourist places in Illinois because it's. Uh, I would say maybe thirty minutes outside of okay. Iowa. It's a hill town. It's wineries and it's a great place. I drove through it once. I didn't get to stop, but like driving through, I'm like, oh wow, this is fucking awesome. But. You can't just throw a fucking label on a bottle and be like, we're distilling here. 
Cause That's the, gross. It's, dude, my, my throat is still burning. I was When I re-smelt that, I was like, all right. But you smelled a, it out of the bottle. Yeah. And then you went to the glass. No, he's fine. I was like, this proves that we've come a long way. It doesn't taste, for me, it doesn't taste as bad as the first time. My, me, it personally tastes ten times worse. I had to spit it on the floor. I was going to vomit. Um, it still tasted horrible. Brutal. That is, that, I don't know what, uh, straight bourbon whiskey. I'd probably give it a little bit higher score than I did the first time, and I gave it like a three. I'd give it a two now. I'd give it like a four. Ugh. So gross. And it might be because I'm drunk already. I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be. Got to be. Because it that, doesn't that taste good at all. At all. It felt like fire. Like you're inhaling fire. Yeah. With it's uh like like think of a torch, you know? And you're like, "Oh, what can we keep to like burn long enough if we mix it with a fuel?" And I'm thinking like a hot turd, you know? Joey yeah, I uh, I just don't get. There's no I, taste to it. It's just like alcohol. It, no, it was ethanol. Yeah, with n- no taste. It felt like spiritus without the fucking or like moonshine, without the the after effect. Hundred proof. You know you know what that is like. Perfect. That's a perfect description of this. This is moonshine aged in an oak barrel. That's all it is. That's got it. I guarantee you that's what it is. And they say it's a good corn whiskey or corn it's, bourbon. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. How, where are we at on time? Uh, we're pushing 202. I think that's good. I mean, it's a good way to end it. Uh, our taste buds haven't gone far. For me, they've gone a I different mean, direction. I'm going to give it one more sip before we go. I'm going to. You're, more, you're a brave man. One more nose. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not. No, yeah. I'm not brave. That's terrible. Oh, my God. That was like fucking nail polish remover. Yes. It, it's brutal, man. Oh, oh my hell. God, dude. Choo-choo's. Uh, so, yeah. Fuck Blonde Brothers. If you guys are in Galena, just walk past it. Go to that nice restaurant across the street. They have a nice fish sandwich. Okay? Fish sandwich. Yep. They got a nice uh, red pepper aioli they put on there and fucking skip. Skip Blonde Brothers. Yeah. I've never been there, but trust me. But be kind to your neighbors. Be kind to your neighbors and don't share Blonde Brothers with them. Uh, a a rabbit them. hole. On the other hand. If you guys are doing a nice fire, have some rabbit hole with them. They'll like it. I, I trust you. Trust me. I trust me, you, and me. Are hey, you? yo. Thank you for listening.